Happy Hump Day and welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me as always, and from a slightly different room in the same house, Mr. Andy Molitor. Andy, how are things in Atlanta? Did you get some chicken wings last night? No, but there's some chickens or ducks or something running around the yard. Ooh. So, no, we just That's just grilled, grilled out yesterday, but yeah, beautiful. It's rainy in Atlanta today. Indoor day, but I'm excited. I woke up to some tennis. I bet some men's tennis a little here and there from somebody else. Um, and it's kind of an exciting week. I forgot about this. We have some... We have some championship soccer. We have some FCS title game. Go big, go blue, go Jacks. My Jackrabbits are in the final. They're favored by four, four and a half over the fighting. I can't even remember. I think it was Sam Houston that ended up winning. That was a hell of a game. So should be a good weekend of sports as Rome rolls on. Medvedev was a baby this morning. <laughs> rolling the rolling dirt like a dog. Like he he was big mad about uh, playing in clay. I guess today and he hates it. He does hate clay. I mean, that's you know you say everything you know trust your numbers and all this, but like sometimes there are subjective things. Like it's a close match, but I wouldn't have bet Medvedev. You know your money. It's no, he doesn't you like it here, and, and Karatsev's a tough out anyway. Like, I think Karatsev was a small favorite as it was. Like uh, yeah. he got that. So no, and, uh, it's, Rome's, Rome's a fun. Rome's a fun tournament, and they're having the men are having fun as well. That's one of the best parts about tennis, though the surface change. You know, all the players, all the dynamics suddenly change. You have a little bit of it in golf because I know courses are different. But I think it's mostly the same guys week to week where once you switch from grass to clay to hard court, the list changed pretty drastically in, in every group. Oh, yeah, for sure. There are some women who just cannot play on, you know, they cannot absolutely play on clay. And it's it's fun because especially if they played well on the hard court right before that, people, oh, like we're high, like she just did well. She just made a semifinal. Yeah, she's going to lose to this uh, lucky loser right now because she's awful on the dirt. So we will get into some tennis, including, well, some unusual tennis scores, we'll say. From yesterday, not super unusual because it's the WTA. It happened. The, the Knicks. I looked at the hit rate, but it's Knicks stayed know. inside the number. Every number, even the closer. Every there's nobody number with they stayed back. inside. Um, Coco went to three sets. We'll leave it at that. Uh, what was the <laughs> Alexandrova? Four yeah, that ended up being a Brady. Push. Brady retired because Brady uh, she, she knew she was going to lose. Once she once she saw Alex going for the sweep, she was she left the tournament. Says I'm done. We're going home. I'm yeah, done with this. So we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, more more uh, basketball. Again, we'll be cheering for it. the Heat. Got taken care of business last night. Um, again, the Three games left. They got to win two and hope Atlanta only wins one. Yeah, I think they got to win all of them because Atlanta has two easy ones. Like Atlanta has to lose tonight. We got to cheer. I'm in Atlanta. I'm going to cheer against Atlanta. That's fine. But you have you have a look tonight in a different game. Oh, West. Or I don't know. Maybe it's a road game. I believe, yeah, it is a road game. They're in Utah tonight, the Portland Trailblazers. I grabbed this at three and a half on the Bets Birds app, liked it down to three. I'm actually seeing some two and a halves and even twos. At this point, look for a money line, something plus 125 or better at this point. I think this is just a really, really nice spot for the Blazers. I was happy to get the three, even the three and a half with the hook. It was a little juicier, like minus 115. I was happy to pay the five cents there for the, for the hook, but. Three, three and a half was good from a money line perspective at this point. I think there's value down to like plus 125, maybe plus 120 at a smaller stake here. Just going to be a really nice matchup for 
the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, Utah, again, missing their lead guards here. Just a lot of ways that the Blazers are going to be able to attack. Nurkic is the kind of guy who can you know, actually give Gobert some trouble. Just really like this spot for them. I have them basically, it's kind of as a pick them. So, you know, again, happy to take some points, happy to take the money line around plus 120 or better. And uh, we'll see how the Blazers do as Utah starts to ramp down, frankly. Um, looks like they have kind of a stranglehold on the one seat at this point. So I expect them to be ramping down as we go. And this will be kind of the start of that. So we've got three games left. Make sure that uh, you're always betting on teams that are playing for something and against teams that are not. Yeah, and that, that's where I kind of had a, a little take there too. The Celtics laying seven on the road. What did were your numbers even close? I mean, obviously your numbers weren't big enough to make a bet, and maybe the Celtics aren't exactly a bet on team right now. But I, I'd probably have a hard time betting on the Cavs just being they're they're not in a situation where they're playing, and the you know with the Celtics limping into the playoffs here, that seems like a lot of points on the road. I don't know. I don't keep NBA power numbers. Maybe I'm dead wrong. I so I show a little value on Cleveland here, but as you start to look at the last ten games and smaller sample size, the number makes more sense. Boston again still playing um, for something, not much really. You know, it looks like they're going to be number seven. I think they have one more win and they lock that in. Maybe this will be it, and they shut it down till the play-in scenario. But looks like they're going to be number seven. They can't catch up to the Knicks at this point at six. So it's it's been bet down. People have bet Cleveland. But it's hard to bet a team that's actively playing Kevin Love, who's doing things like playing 20 minutes and not shooting, who's passing the ball to the other team on inbounds passes. They're missing Darius Garland, which I think is going to matter in this game with some of the guards that the Celtics still have, even without Jalen Brown. It's it's Celtics or pass, and I'm happy to pass. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And somebody said, I want to bet every NFL week one game already. I'm not I haven't looked at all the books, but I did just pull up a book. Isn't there like an eighteen Wong teaser out there? Oh, there there's yeah, I'm not, not I'm not total gonna, Wong. I don't I'm know not, the total rules and the home away stuff, but I think there were eight games you could either take from six and a half down or one one and a half up. Yeah, we we could take the Texans from plus one and a half up. The Jaguars are favored in a game in week one, which is fun. Wow. We can take the Cardinals on the road at the Titans from two to eight. We mm-hmm. could, uh, yeah, we could, we can do a few things. I like I think Seattle from plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half. You can take the Niners down from seven and a half. You could take the Packers up from two and a half. And I believe the Dolphins up from one and a half. And there are some where the Ram. I think the Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Or initially, they're seven now. Yeah, there, there's a ton of lines. Uh, college or football lines are out. I think I'll dive into that tomorrow for sure. I'm not playing these early soft openers. I might honestly. I might play. I'm certainly not doing it. You have to look. Team. You're gonna I'm look. But we're going to look. I will get. I will get more into it. I, I took some screenshots. I grabbed some early numbers so I I, I can see. If there are some decent moves on some of these, it'll be interesting to see what other people's sentiments on the market are. But yeah, they are. Their lines are out. I'm very excited. Um, and really, the the Jets didn't end up with the worst schedule to start out. They did end up with two road games in the first three games, so at the Panthers, at Denver. So I don't love the Jets. I think I am gonna going back to the other day. I am gonna hold so off gonna on say, uh, yeah I'm on Wilson for now. But yeah, yes, after I'm, the Denver game. I'm giddy that there's NFL lines out. We're gonna, soon we'll have more. And, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, somebody says Green Bay, a dog, and, like, who knows what that line looks like. They had to hang a line on Green Bay. They didn't have to. God bless them, they did. 
but having a line out on Green Bay, not knowing if it's going to be like Jordan Love versus like the the tight end Jason from Hill? New Orleans, yeah, like, there's there's going to be some weird yeah, there's going to be some weird week one stuff. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. And that, and here's a good point too, if you want to talk about Wilson, um, Sam Lipscomb says people are going to lock in Trevor Rookie of the Year after he throws for 500 yards against Houston. Yeah, he might have a pretty good week one. That's another reason I'm probably going to stay off uh, Wilson there. And yeah, there, there's a couple totals where I'm very interested in the under right off the first look. Again, I, I will probably touch on some of that when we get into tomorrow because I, I just I've been in meetings. I haven't had a lot of time to look at these, but I saw my heartbreak got up. I'm very excited. I'm pumped to get into the NFL. I wish it's tough yeah. to get Andy to do anything today, folks. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably get it. We'll probably do a deep dive next week where we really get into some more NFL. Tonight is past perversary as mentioned on the deep dive. So Captain Jack will be joining us to, you know, do another reset. I oh, actually said that. It's funny. And I'll, I'll mention this again tonight for anyone who doesn't watch the show this morning, but I sat down this morning with my coffee and I listened to like the first 20 minutes of last year's and it's a depressing fucking listen. <laughs> like, because because <laughs> it, it, it was May of last year. And I mean, there was one quote, I should almost go clip this. Like we were talking about baseball because it didn't look like baseball was going to happen. And Jack said, you know, we, uh, Whale said, hey, would you would you care if they added the DL to the NL or the DH to the NL? And he says, at this point, whatever. Play five inning games. I don't care. Just get the get, get the season started. Like, and it's funny because they did make some changes to the MLB for the season to get it going. And uh, yeah. Patrick's on the same page as me here. It's actually steamed up. That opened 43 and a half for the Rams Bears. It's up to 45 and a half. If I did bet one soft opener, it would be the Rams Bears under, under, under. But uh, for now, just a little more golf before I – I'll have some time this afternoon. I'm going to get a little deeper into this. I'll have all my outrights. Uh, the internet here, I don't know how my video looks. The internet here is not good enough to stream. You're doing Nintendo. okay. Yeah, like we looked into it, there's no chance. So we, we had to scrap uh, around the green last night or approaching green. Made me sad. I'll be back next week. I'm going to release some stuff. I'll, I'll let you know what Pam had sent over and she, what she was going to play and what I what I would have picked as well. But I will have a full blog out probably tonight with all my plays because I've, I've been sitting there looking at more golf. And like I said, I did bet some – I did bet a few guys when we had the DJ withdrawal, but Scotty Scheffler has just sat at 35-1. to 1. I this is the one I love. A, f- a few other people I know are, you know, pretty much in love with this one. I I, I feel I feel like maybe I was looking at the wrong, like the wrong futures. If if this, yeah, this is the PGA Championship. So I'm betting him for the PGA Championship as well. I bet both of these, but yeah, Scheffler Scheffler for both. Like he's going to break through. He's my guy. So 35 to win here. He's down to 16 to one to win this tournament. I bet him a little earlier. I don't know if I'd still grab that. This says Byron Nelson, but this is a PGA Championship number. I'm going to bet him next week too. I like him a lot this week. I almost uh, this is almost a play for Andy, expecting him to play very well and possibly even win this week. And then I don't want to bet him at you know, I don't want to bet him at 25 to one next week. I want I want a decent number on this, so I can I can go change the slide even while I while I sit and. Wax poetic about my guy Scotty Scheffler, but big hitter. The only thing um, that's bringing him down really is some putting I waited in, uh, which I don't normally do, but I did take a look at bent green putting or bent grass putting for everybody. Oh, that matters. For 
it, it, it came down a little, but everything else is great. He's a long hitter. His approach numbers are good. Greens and regulation, everything's great. He's down to 16 to 1 to win this week. If he plays very well, I'm, I'll be happy to have this number next week when we head to this the site of the war on the shore. Very excited for the PGA Championship. Okay, that'll be a lot of fun. Which leads us into Andy waking up this morning and doing a lot of third person this morning, doing a ton of third person. Woke up this morning, checked my flash score, and said, oh, look, uh, golf won two to one. Like, that's good. We probably got them both. Six one, six one, six one, or six one, one, six, six one. The over 21 pushed, a three set push. But the big, the prop, if you got the prop in on the three-set play, that did cash at whatever, 160, maybe higher, I think. So yeah. that was that was nice to get that part. And uh, uh, still kind of kind of annoying to see something like that. Prop, yes, favorite type of grass. I, I try to stay off the grass, mostly edibles. But uh, I, I don't like bent. I, I don't like bent, green, green, bent grass greens because you end up with, like, score fests like you do in Detroit and Minnesota. I don't like a tournament where they're like twenty six under. So, I like I like a bumpy green. I like some. I like a little poa in there. Got to be perfectly flat. Like yeah, a lot I, of undulation. For but me, I don't want to be missing putts because some weird blade of grass is doing something it's not supposed to be doing. If I'm playing, I want bent grass. But for watching, I'd rather have tough greens. It was uh, uh, let's go back the, to the it. golf let's over. Was painful. Um, you know, I talked about getting 21 at minus 120. I did mention some 21 and a half at, at a cheap price. So hopefully you paid for the half game there. It is. It's a really impactful half game, especially in women's tennis, where there it's just a lot of combinations. We'll go through one of these days. I'll put together those numbers and we can talk through them. But we did get the over two and a half set. So even if you got schnooked on the 21 and a half, it was hopefully just a small loss there. And the good news is, Andy, as you mentioned, she won. So we get to do it all over again. She's playing Arena Sabalenka here. I was able to grab over 20, you know, kind of in the ranges that we're looking for here. Over 20, honestly, that's a minus 125 looks good to me. Over 21, standard juice minus to minus 115 looks okay. I'm sorry, 20 and a half. So 20, we'll play that to minus 125. 20 and a half, let's go for like minus 115. And then 21, you know. Minus one, uh, minus one ten is probably okay, but I would hope for minus one hundred five or something at this point, just to kind of give you a range. I think you'll probably see twenty and a half at this point. It started to move a little bit. The over two and a half sets at plus one eighty. Again, I'd play this down to like plus one fifty five, plus one sixty. So I think this this number should still be out there. But again, if it's on the move, that's kind of what we're looking for. Sabalenka, you know, before there were golf overs, there were Sabalenka overs. Yes, she's been incredible. And, you know, I'm happy to get the 20 here. That's part of the reason I like it because Sabalenka could just, you know, we could have a 7 5, 7 6, and then a 6 2 kind of thing here from Sabalenka. She has just been incredible, but she should be running into some fatigue at this point. She made the previous two finals and, you know, played yesterday. So, um, Oh, no, I'm sorry, she hasn't played yet. I think this is her first match in this tournament. But either way, should be running into some fatigue here, and I think we'll see a long match. I think Goff can definitely take a set here. So happy to stack up some overs here one more time, Andy. Yeah, you know I'm in. I do I do these. I, I can never say no to this. I'm in. And hopefully <clears throat> hopefully this is one I can actually maybe pay attention to. Like the, the other stuff I, I forgot. About. You forget about it, and then you wake up, you check the scores. I didn't get up early enough. I was off. I'd seen seen the the flash score alerts too late. And 
Yeah, that was a tough look. But uh, uh, how about this other one? Why are we uh, why are we attacking Muguruza on clay? Muguruza on clay. You know, generally she's she's solid here, but has had a tough year. Um, had her first match on clay um, today. Almost lost to Bernarda Para. You know, is a qualifier and or lucky loser. So had been here playing a little bit. Is generally solid on clay. Kind of got pushed. Runs into Svitolina, who has a great record here. Has won this tournament twice. Generally does very, very well. The two of these women play longer matches. I expect this to be very competitive. Um, you know, looking at their head-to-head history, I was glad to get the, you know, the cheap 21 here or the 21 at Standard Juice. Drawing the line right there. I wouldn't play this 21 and a half or anything like that. Let's stick with 21, minus 110, minus 115. Because um, their head-to-head does have some shorter matches, but I'm kind of throwing those out. A lot of them are... Older matches, a lot of them run different surfaces. And then over two and a half sets, plus 150. Um, again, that's pretty close to where I'd play it. Plus 145 is okay. Anything less, you know, a little bit of a smaller stick. And again, with all these, I'm going a full unit on the totals and half a unit on the sets there. So that's how we're stacking it up. But expect, again, a very competitive match here. I think at the very least, we see two long sets, hopefully three. Yeah, you know I'm in. You know I ride. I'm ready for tennis overs. I don't have much. I'll, I'll look for some baseball tonight. The baseball's been weird. Basketball is nearly unbettable. God bless your heart for doing <sighs> that. games but, left. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Very excited for the playoffs. Hopefully, I think, uh, again, Deep Dive will probably will do some uh, playoff basketball stuff. We'll probably get some guests on here, talk playoff basketball. It'll be NBA playoffs heavy for the next month because I, I even enjoy that. And you know how I feel about NBA. So I'm excited yeah, for that. Which leads good when to, you're excited. Something we talked about yesterday was the Coach of the Year market. We couldn't find it as many places as I thought. Points bet added up, and uh, it's sitting in a pretty nasty hold as uh, a market like this is. But, I mean, there was a time when it was just Quinn Snyder's winning this. Quinn Snyder, uh, and uh, we, you know, I was speaking to someone yesterday, and it was like how we, you joke about a meme that's funny. And then by lunchtime, it's like, all right, it's been ruined by normies and old people. And now it's on Facebook already and it, it sucks. And we've moved on to the next meme. Everything moves so fast now. And it, it is a what have you done for me lately? And it seems like that, you know, the, the run that his team had was a long time ago. That seems like ancient history. That was huge news. That was all you heard about all the time in sports media. And it's been a while. So, I mean, are, are we at the point where we're done with Quinn Snyder? And then where does, does Thibodeau's late season run and the fact that he's in a big, big market, does he have a shot? These are so tough. So to start at kind of the beginning, this is an award. So this is media. This has nothing yeah. to do with measurables. This is a bunch of writers and analysts and TV people deciding who they want to vote for. That's why you have such big, wild swings in these things. Um, actually, I'm going to have to go back and, and cut some stuff from a conversation I had with our buddy Joe Ostrowski. We were kind of joking about – Thibodeau making a late run. I do think that number is kind of foobar. Uh, you look at plus 200 here. If he's going to be the sixth seed, maybe the five seed, which in New York is great. You know, Maybe that New York presence, that New York vote outweighs the rest of the country. But competing with Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder, two guys who have the teams that are competing for the best record in the league, which generally is the best indicator for winning this award. Yes, it's about overstepping and kind of overreaching what your expectations were, but teams that end up being number one seeds tend to have coach of the years. And I really thought all year that whoever got the one seed was going to win this award. The Jazz don't quite have it locked up, but they're up two games, and I believe they have the tiebreaker over the Suns. 
So I almost wonder if there's a little value in Snyder here at plus 200. Because, I mean, even as much as little as two weeks ago, these numbers were essentially flipped. Snyder was right around minus 176. Monty Williams was right around plus 200 or so. And like you said, Snyder had been the big favorite all year. It's just tough. I mean, if I had to bet something again, it would be Snyder. But I'm not interested in that. Thibodeau, again, there's just not any value in that number. Yes, you've got the New York presence. And then Williams, you know, given how close this is, we were talking about this before the show. Even if I take Doc Rivers out, we're looking at like a 34% hold on the market. If I put Doc Rivers in, it's up to like 40% or something goofy like that. So it's just hard to find any advantage in a market like this. It's just really interesting to see how quickly it's changed. Again, if I had to bet something, maybe a small wager on Quinn Snyder, because I think maybe that's moved a little too far. But I think it's a two-horse race. I don't think that Thibodeau really has much of a chance. So be sure to clip this when he collects the award, whenever it is they hand it out. Yeah. And maybe – and well, take a breath. Don't say anything. I'll create a small pause in there so I have a spot to clip. I think Tom <laughs> Thibodeau is going to win that. And then after, I'll just say that. And then afterwards, we'll like, oh, Andy, Andy nailed it. He nailed Thibodeau. But yeah, I think, and I was, you did what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, like, if you had a hundred bucks that I was giving you, and you had to bet it, would, would it be just Quinn Snyder? And I mean, I, I kind of agree with you there, too. At the number, the fact that if the last few games go the right way, it could end up that way. So agree with you there. We'll, uh, you know, we'll kind of, We'll keep an eye on that. It'll be interesting to see who gets it. And uh, I couldn't find it in any other markets, but maybe someday it will be up over at our sponsor, WinBet, where you get $500 free. But true bet, the links are in the pinned tweet. If you have an opinion on the Coach of the Year or anything else we talked about today, hit us up on Twitter at BrownBagBets or at, at uh, underscore noops or AndyMSFW. At BetSperts, at Brown Bank Bets, at anywhere. I have a lot of Twitter accounts uh, rolling around, so just do whatever you want there. And, yes, if you're in the YouTube chat, please give us a like, a thumbs up, and subscribe if you're not already so you can get all our content as it rolls out. And we'll catch you uh, We'll catch you on the flip side. Like I said, we'll talk some we'll talk some football openers tomorrow. we got a deep dive tonight, Pascoversary. Um, I think we're going to have a guest Friday. So a lot of fun stuff this week, and uh, check you guys later. I thought I hit it. I thought I hit it. You did. Just, I can hear it. Uh, I hit it twice.